This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Lather Talk with your hosts, John Shea and Gerard Gustillo. Listeners, welcome back to Lather Talk. I'm your host, John, a.k.a. Lather Hog. With me is my co-host, Gerard. Hey, Gerard, how's it going? Hello. Hello, everyone. And our guest for this episode is a wet-shaving YouTuber, Savant. Uh, just really killing it. Probably the most highly pro- pro- highly produced wet shaving videos that I love to watch. Gerard, I think Gerard's a big fan as well. We talked about him a little bit during the Lather Talk Awards episode. Folks, please welcome to the show Mr. Greg Tardiff. Greg, welcome to Lather Talk. Uh, what's a savant? <laughs> I don't even know if I use that right because I know there's an idiot. Is it, is, 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 no, is this a serious <laughs> question? Because I can answer this. Yeah, so uh, I think the one you're type of referring to is an autistic savant, John. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I... never been tested. I've never questioned it. Actually, I have questioned it. And it's funny because my wife and I were both like, I think as a kid, we were growing up like, I think we're both on the spectrum and like, but nobody was ever going to tell us. And um, so, but we've just lived our lives. So. But in particular, autistic savants show an aptitude usually towards something. Right. So if you look at like videos on autistic savants, like one, maybe I saw one of this, of this guy where um, he had like social deficits and, and talking and slow to that but he could visually like just look at something, say he lived in London. So he was maybe over at Oxford and he would look at a building for like 10 minutes and then he would memorize, you know, like by memory, the amount of like windows and doors and he would sketch it from scratch and stuff like that. Right. Or I actually know, I, I know an autistic savant and she has like genius level intellect. Um, where she can, re- when she reads a book, she'll read the left page with the left eye, the right page with the right eye, and like, mem- and and, and be able like, to put it all together. Yeah, within with like ninety eight percent accuracy and stuff like oh. that. But that's amazing. I mean, it, it it could just be also. It doesn't have to be like that extreme. It could just be, um, you know, like like a talent, you know, for things. Yeah. You know, like and, and maybe in this case. It's just like this unhealthy obsession with like with the visual arts or you know or, or stuff like that um, i think it's 
if if it's anything, it's me cutting out ums, uhs, and mouth breathing. Mm, All of it is going to be really yes. bad in this shot. That's basically way. why I do any editing is to cut out the mouth breathing specifically out. Mm. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know why I use the word savant. I think sometimes I like to use words and I don't, you know, like 100% know what they mean. <laughs> I could have just gone with extraordinaire. But either way, Greg is damn good at, U- at, at doing Incomparable the Incomparable would be a, a good word. <laughs> there were so many other words I could have used. But actually, I, I, I'm glad to have heard the, uh, you know, uh, the, the proper the official word. statement. Yeah. 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 So thank you for that, Gerard. But yeah, Gerard, yeah. the science guy. I, I am a, I'm a savant of useless information. All right. We, 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 we do need to move forward and ask Greg some questions. So, Greg, I'm going to start with a softball. How did you get into wet shaving? I bought a double-edged safety razor. And then I started shaving with it. Yes. Awesome. Visual storyteller. Definitely not an audio <laughs> storyteller. <laughs> Would you like me to expand on that answer? Yeah, yeah. If you could, um, yeah, if you could uh, un- unpack that a little bit for the listeners. Unpack. Like... So wet shaving got into it because I was on Amazon and I was poor, and I didn't have any money. It was either buy cartridges or buy a new razor. Where I saw that the razors were the razor blades were cheap, cheap, cheap. I said, eh, I'll give it a shot. So it was kind of like Che Rivera's story, just not quite as dramatic. Exactly. And, and I so I, I, I got a Bali razor, it had a case, I still have it, and it has a little mirror in it. So, you know, if you're out in the field and you need to shave, you can. What kind of opened up, I guess like, the, the hobbyist enthusiast side like how, how did the, you discover that i think i started seeing like shave of the day photos and i was like what the heck is that so that that started it i saw somebody else shave with other stuff i was like there's other stuff and uh yeah and then i reached out to ethan at the shave mercantile who's out of nashville tennessee Mm-hmm. Um, and was talking with him for a little bit. I was like, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, getting some more stuff. And he's very helpful, um, with guiding me along, like trying some new stuff. And I think that's when I got the Edwin Jagger D 86 and, uh, here I am today. Then I went to the future and oh wow. have the future in the face, you know? That thing is a piece of junk. Would you say you hate that razor? I would say we both hate each other. Oh, the mutual. Yeah, it hates me and I hate it. Uh, Greg, do you mind sharing whatever you feel comfortable with? Maybe some more, like some things that uh, folks might not know about you. Uh, Things like, you know, your your day job, line of work, um, other hobbies you might have, likes, interests. Sure. Um, so I like cameras and I've bought a lot of cameras. 
I have too many cameras. I'm using one of them right now. It's right here. So yeah, no, I like I like cameras. Yep. Um, I don't know why I like. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have like six cameras. One, uh, two are film. The rest are not. Um, but this one, I'll show you this one. This one here is a Ricoh GR3X. And it fits in my pocket, and I carry it everywhere. The best street camera, maybe of, of all time. I guess it's like it's a, it's a forty mil lens. You can do macro shots with it, so you can get up close to stuff. Um, it takes a lot of my shave of the day photos, but it also comes out with me or like on family outings and stuff. It's just a nice little point and shoot that's overpriced but totally worth it. I actually have the poor man's version of that. The X100V? Uh, even poorer. <laughs> the Digicam from no. Sony? No. Uh, so I actually have it handy here. So I have a... Uh, cam. It's a 14-year-old Panasonic G GF1. And then I have a... It's a micro four thirds camera with a 20 millimeter F1.7. So it's that 40 millimeter, millimeter um, focal length. Uh, oh yeah. Frame. So yeah, you can, for people that maybe want to up their game, you know, for very, very, uh, not, not very cheap because, but you can get the body used for like 90 bucks, a hundred bucks. <laughs> and then the yeah. 20 mil lens is like, you can probably find it for 150 bucks used. And you get- That's cool. It does what it does. The screen is terrible. There is a there is no optical viewfinder. Uh, you can get an electronic one, and it's also really bad. <laughs> but <laughs> but it will take photos, and it, it'll if, you know if you just want a photo and you don't want any videos. This one, yeah, this one also does not have an EVF. Is that the Sony? Is it the Sony? This is the Ricoh GR3. Oh no, 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 yeah. My my ZV one also does not have a um, finder optical viewfinder. Yeah, or electronic viewfinder. Yeah, and then I have a, a Nikon D forty that I used in college. I just remembered about it. That's like and I, that's I, like twenty years I old. I feel like I just in college. Like, like, did you guys know I went to college? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I didn't finish, but For somebody did. Not getting enough drama, talking smack, or hooligan hijinks from your regular forums, social media, or Reddit? Well, the Lather Talk Discord is not for you. Sorry to disappoint. But if you're looking for a cool place to hang out with fellow traditional shaving degenerates, come on down to the Lather Talk Discord. Share your shave of the days, mail calls, or talk about your favorite hardware or software and just about everything in between. Once again, that's Lather Talk Discord. Check out the link below. Yeah, no, I usually put a quack in most of my cuss words if I do cuss. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, like I a, try to. Or it should be like I, thought, a, I just thought you, I just thought you edited like, them out. Like a, you know, like. <laughs> well, so there was one video that I made that was like talking about the benefits, my favorite things about wet shaving. And one of them was like how calm it made me. Yeah. But 
and and the funniest part about it was like organically like i i wasn't like in character i just like i it was out of focus or i didn't have a light on and i just cussed it out so much because that's just how i deal with stuff you you, you, you have to be mad about something at the moment that you're mad about it and because i was by myself like who cares i'm gonna cuss it out and I just thought that was so funny. So I left that in the beginning of the video. I was like, the best thing about, you know, traditional wet shaving is just how calm it makes me. I was like, and I look back and like, <laughs> and I'm like sitting there like with my little quack button, like quack, 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 quack. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing I've ever made. And like somebody, and one of my close friends was like, hey, it feels like you 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 went a little overboard i was like no that was just like straight up like i was pretty pissed <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to leave a link to that video in the show notes yeah it was uh dank as the kids say or bet i don't know i don't understand kids so, so like one of the questions that came up in discord was like who's my favorite like directors of photography and that's stuff? my question that's Gerard's question. That was, yes. that was my question like in particular. Yeah, I thought your names were pretty uh, similar, but I didn't want to assume, so I just kind of put it out there. Uh, Christopher Nolan, Memento. Mm. I or feel like that's yeah. on point there because if we arrange it in the way that we play it backwards, but also it seems like it's going forward, we could have like a Memento podcast episode. That would be cool. I, I do enjoy Nolan and that movie as well. Yeah, and I don't like him as a digital whatever. Director of videography. Or oh, photography. yeah, DP, a director of photography. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm, I'm like... kidding. He's fine. He's passable. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Greg Tardif. Definitely not. Wow. Wow. No, but I, I really like Edgar Wright. I feel like he's my favorite. Okay. Yeah, so like Shaun of the Dead um, was a baby driver. He like cuts to the music, and I obviously like to have music in my videos. Some people give me shit about having music Your in my videos. music's too loud, Greg. I can't hear you. No, not even that. <laughs> I can't hear oh, you. That. It's distracting. I do want to get to listener questions though, but I actually want to give this, you know, this topic its due where, how did you get into, you know, video, uh, you know, your influences, videography, clearly uh, you, you like storytelling in this media. This, you you know, like you said, you enjoy that probably more than wet shaving. So just to hear how, you know, how you first dipped your toes into it and even like what kind of projects you worked on before you know even before wet shaving i'm sure you were doing video stuff right yeah um so as far as like making videos i started making videos in high school that sounds about right so but after high school when i did go to college for that time um we i got it it was art school so i studied fine art like painting, drawing, and, um, but I got into making videos. And so like one of the 
fun videos that I made was I threw a party at my apartment, but I recorded the whole thing. And then I time-lapsed the whole thing so that you couldn't tell who was who or what was what, but you could tell that everybody was having a really good time. And, but you would see like darker stuff happen as the night went on, like people making out on the couch or like whatever. And so my installment was that I brought my entire living room furniture into the studio, put it, put the video, had it, had the video play on a, a loop on my TV and there was my coffee table and all that stuff. So as the video went on and the CD kind of stuff happened and they realized that they're sitting on those pieces of furniture and stuff that they were, they got a little bit more and more disgusted which was kind of the point of it, but also like, you can still have fun, you know? <laughs> so, so that's very art, very art school, like art school story appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, just a when, normal Tuesday. But then I all came in and I got an A for it, but I, you know, it was just, it just wasn't for me. Um, but then I started selling cars and I would make videos about the vehicles I was selling. Mm -hmm. um, like new model Toyotas, stuff like that. Like what's new with the 2012 Camry. And that actually got me a lot of business, um, across straight state lines. I even, uh, took over the Google maps listing for the dealership that I was working on. So it was Greg Tardiff at the dealership I worked at. <laughs> so if you saw it on Google, yeah, if you looked at it in Google, it would say Greg Tardiff at the dealership. And I loved that so much <laughs> because they would always come in and ask for me then. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Which, nice. Yeah. Um, and just Facebook and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's kind of how I got into making videos was grossing people out, grossing people out, and then like informing people. So. <laughs> and then making sure they asked for me when they showed up at the dealership. I did bike to the beach one year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I started making videos to like get donations to the fundraiser and it was to support people that have autism. So like, you know, get them swim classes, teach them how to like they support them in classes with how to cook your food and all that kind of stuff. And it was, um, a great cause is fun. You have to ride your bike a hundred miles. Um, so I had to train for it and, and putting it in the video form, I think helped keep me accountable for my training rides, but also mm -hmm. like, um, to help raise money. So I was, I was able to get the most donations total that year. Um, and then also have the total most donation, total money, monetary thing, um, in, within my organization that I work for. Okay. So, so it worked out Yeah. and I, I did the, did the ride too. So that was kind of cool. Uh, it's kind of boring though. Don't, don't ride. If you ride bikes, hundred miles is super boring. After about four hours, you're like, well, this is, yeah, I've done this for a, a long time. 
but but for a good cause, right? It was it was uh, it was definitely for a good cause. Um, we had a good party at the end too. Um, nice. It was totally worth it, and just know that like I have the physical aptitude to do that made me feel better than everybody else. And that's, that's all we want. <laughs> Justification for what we're doing to ourselves. That's the bottom line. Review at the top. <laughs> Started at the bottom. Now I'm here. Yeah. I think what you mentioned, like Edgar, Wright, In particular though, as far as influences that, that clicks for me. Just yeah. like enjoying his style, his style as well. And I see it. Uh, well, and I feel I, like, I, so Edgar Wright's most transferable from cinema to internet videos, right? Yeah. So, so like he does quick cuts. You cannot hang out on a cut for too long on a YouTube video or else you lose somebody. And that's the goal. If you can get, you know, 65, 70% of the people to finish a video, you're, you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping it fresh, keeping it exciting, flashy objects in their faces is like the goal and, uh, but informative at the same time. So like sure. every shot that Edgar Wright ever has in any of his movies is intentional and not to fill space. And then like Casey Neistat, I think would be one of my favorite, mm-hmm. like YouTubers just, I, I don't. I don't know that I like him as a person. He seems like really cool to a lot of people, but like, I don't think I would ever hang out with him, but I like the way that he makes videos. I like the way that he can tell a story. Um, And it's kind of a big deal on the internet. So were you, did you watch his 800 straight days of vlogging? uh, When he did, I didn't get it. I didn't watch any of his videos until 2020. Oh, so during like right at, and by then yeah, he, no. he, he already dipped out almost practically. Yeah, yeah, he was just about to leave for California. Mm-hmm. So like, I watched a lot of his old videos. I watched a lot of Cody Warner's videos. Um, who did a lot of daily vlogging? He did a year of daily vlogging as well. Hmm. And if I buy a new camera that takes video that I'm thinking about like using to make videos with i will daily vlog with it and i typically don't share it with people but i'll typically daily vlog just to have the experience of using it editing it and uh making something of it just to have just have that, the skill yeah. and, and the yeah, yeah and, and wow. figure you'll wow. be like okay i didn't like how i did this but in another video i can maybe shave a you know like some seconds off, some unneeded time, or or edit in this mm-hmm. way. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, or like color correction, color grading, um, just getting the settings right because that can make or break how you use it. So like I'm pretty much on manual settings when I'm using my camera mm-hmm. um, because I don't like it when it fluctuates. If if I move my face, it might get brighter on my face. I'm like. Phew. I can fix that. It's going to be fine if it's like, you know, a quarter of a stop off, like not a big deal. So, and in fact, darker might look better for, 
for it. I don't know. So it's just more of like playing with it and, and getting to know the stuff before you put it out to the world. So in home, home movies help me a lot with that type of stuff too. Fake it till you make it. No, make it, make it until you make it. And then just putting, yeah. just putting in the reps. It really sounds like, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's practice. So if you're using, if you want to make videos, use your, the thing you want to make videos with as much as you can. All, so all that information you, you just shared really, I think feeds back to the point where how you're editing with the story you're telling is all very intentional. You know, nothing's there by accident. I would, I would say, uh, I, I'm curious, just your own, like, what's your take both like before entering, uh, wet shaving YouTube world. And now that you're, you know, fully entrenched in it, like wh what are your observations on what's out there in other wet shaving YouTube space? So YouTube and wet shaving, when I first even like thought about making videos about wet shaving, um, I think my first toe dip into the world was like how to grow a mustache, which is kind mm -hmm. of funny because, it, and not like, uh, Doug, it was just mm -hmm. like, I made a video about how to grow a mustache and it was just like the beginning was. You know, I, I said something, I cut it off. And then at the end of the movie, I finished that sentence. And, and then the whole in between was just kind of like fodder. Basically it was pretty jokey. Um, but I started like, I think I talked about my Edwin Jagger at that point and I sent it over to Ethan at the wet shaving or, um, sorry, the shave mercantile. And he, and he was like, this is different than anything I've seen from wet shavers. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> I was sure, still right, like, right. Having not seen, right. Like, yeah, I was there. still pretty soft into that type of world. Cause like my experience with YouTube was like, if I want to learn about something new in tech or if I want to learn about how to use a camera or something. So mm -hmm. everything was very, um, high quality, like you know, very intentional shots, not, I'm going to put this up in my bathroom. I'm going to talk to it while I'm shaving, which is in and of itself is like an art form that I cannot do. Like I can't talk and shave or else you're going to have bloody Greg, like just like, so props to anybody that can do it. Um, there are a lot of people that do it really well. There's a lot of people that do it for different reasons, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, there's people that just need to get stuff off their chest and share it with the world. And I feel that, um, mm. but for me, it was like, I want to, if I'm going to make videos, I want people to watch them. I want people to enjoy them. I want to be funny. Uh, I don't want it to be, I want it to be as pretty as possible. Mm. And, um, so, but I was just pretty much I'm pretty much emulating what they do in the tech world when they're shooting new gear. So if they're talking about the ZV one, yeah, it's like, 
you know, this door opens and it turns on automatically and the lens shoots out. Like it, that's kind of my world that I don't want to like go into. I don't want to make videos about that stuff. I want to make videos about wet shaving stuff. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to do that, but just take kind of not take the recipe, but like take the bits and pieces and put myself into it. Um, does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, just buy a bunch of subscribers and views. <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about anything ever again. I'll tell you this, John. So I, I, I buy my subscribers. I do. I do. Because of what I just told you about how much time I spend with my camera to take the best videos that I can make um, day to day before anybody sees any of it. There's 15 videos that are made before I release one. Uh, so that takes time. And my time, I don't know about you, but my time costs money. Money in the sense that there's time that I'm away from my family there's time that I'm away from my business that I work for. It, it costs money and you need to figure out if it's worth it to you to make videos. And, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go as hard as I can and do it as best as I can, because if it's not something I want to be all in on, then fuck it. Because yeah. then it's not worth my time and it's not worth my time away from my family or my job, um, or my free time of sitting around, touch my ding dong. <laughs> so I buy subscribers by putting the work in, buying the, the things that help me make the thing by buying gear to talk about the gear. So for all the money that I put into it, I buy them. Let's say I make videos for YouTube. Let's say nobody's watching my videos on YouTube. Why would I pay people to watch videos I made on YouTube? The only reason nobody's watching your video is because they don't want to watch it. And if you're making bad videos and you know that they're not good videos, don't look outward, look inward. So they're looking at people that are making videos that are getting views that are getting subscribers. And the people that are doing that are getting those because they're doing what people want to watch. There's the ASMR videos of people shaving, which I can't say is a wet shaving channel. They just happen to produce the loudest sound off of their faces. And I am, I'm super happy for a lot of those guys out there doing it because a lot of them have come to my channel and commented on my channel to say, Hey, thanks for pointing these razors out to me or blah, blah, blah. But like, mm. it's, it's, it's great to see that the reach of the community is reaching the number of people that those people are reaching. 
John and I, Gerard, we're all, we're pretty much in the trenches of wet shaving where the hobbyists are the ones that come to us and noobs, newbies occasionally drop in, but it's, it's, we're not, if you're buying subscribers, it doesn't make any sense to do wet shaving. <laughs> like, if in, you in, right, you're speaking to this particular niche, it is very small. And yeah, for people that, and this may be something that they're not interested in or, or whatever, but you know, on YouTube, a lot of people will, when we talk about monetizing, is that um, when they choose to monetize their channel, they can receive a certain amount of, of dollars, cents. You know, based upon um, how many, uh, I think the, the the term is CPM, like uh, clicks per minute, clicks per, or, per yeah. minute, or, or or however long you know something is, right? And Greg, you had talked about stuff like retention, right? Like, so if a person yeah, watches yeah. a video, let's say it's ten minutes, you know, YouTube will put usually an ad in there, like thirty seconds in or something like that. And if they're watching the full yeah. video, then you know that person watching that ad like that someone paid for you know will will show and you may in fact get a cut of that right however yeah yeah if you decide to put a uh an ad at so i guess if your video is over eight minutes you can decide if you want to put an ad in the middle that's why i keep my videos like four minutes <laughs> six minutes because i don't like money and so <laughs> Hate yeah. it. So Hate some people, like so in, as far as wet shaving is concerned, who is watching? If you had 10,000 subscribers, you know, that all want to watch your videos, that's one thing, but why would you pay to have 10,000 subscribers? That will definitely not <laughs> watch your channel. You can just say that you have quote unquote 10,000 subscribers, you know? Yeah. And, and it's it's just not the most riveting content. But it, so to your point, Gerard, right? So like there's, I feel like there's two ways to really build subscribers without buying them, like by saying, hey, company, here's a bunch of money that I will never recoup in the next 12 months um, off of AdSense, off of YouTube for my wet shaving website there's two ways to grow subscribers. You either build engaging content that people want to watch or you do giveaways and subscribe to my channel or you get a, and you can be entered into a giveaway, which is against YouTube's terms of like conditions. Like you should not do that, but instead just build a community, talk to people that like you are into the thing that you're into. And then, you know, just grow it. Just do it the right way. There's no reason to do giveaways. That's like, because they won't watch a video unless you're doing a giveaway. Unless you're Mr. Beast. There's just a lot of misinformation out there. And it, the misinformation bounces around in the echo chamber. Uh, Greg, Greg alluded to where it's like, don't stop looking outward. You can just keep you know, improving. Are you doing the best you can? Yeah. In, in, in growing your in growing your channel instead and there's definitely jealousy of like people who get free stuff you know i i fully admit i i've grown the channel and i've had opportunities when artisans or vendors reach out to me 
wanting to feature something new. Sure, why not? It's a it's a mutually beneficial situation. I as long as I disclose it, I'm comfortable with it. And and you know, Gerard, I, I know like I've talked to you and other people I confide in just to make sure I'm doing everything on the up and up. You don't have to do that, but that's how I choose to operate business. I think same thing. Yeah. Same thing with with Greg. It's just, it's not ever like duplicitous. You can use affiliate links. You don't have to. I don't care if you. If it sounds good, and you just want to go directly to yeah. the source without my affiliate link. That's fine. If I give, if my video gave you information to help you make a purchase, it's great. Yeah. But yeah, this the is goal, this is not the goal putting... of it. And the goal in my videos that I I make is like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk about something, and if you decide that this sounds right for you, I'm never like you have to buy this immediately. You know, it's more yeah. of you got to keep it loose. You can't. Yeah. I would feel like a dick if I was like, you got to buy this. Here, come on. Come on. You got to buy it. I, I think the term is shill. <laughs> yes. We should move on to listener questions, right? Because I think we have quite quite a few. Yeah, and we can kind of like go through them. I mean, I, to be honest, a few of them you, sure, you've kind sure. of like answered a little bit, yeah. you know, in, yeah. into certain things. And some of them are just like kind of just fun questions anyway. So, you know, because we've been, it's been kind of, I don't want to say serious, but, you know, we can go into the jovial side of things. Uh, first question is from Shabon Gents. Uh, and I'm guessing this is for Greg. I mean, all of these are for Greg. Carlos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there a certain type of meat that you prefer in your hot dogs or do you not discriminate? I do discriminate. Um, <laughs> do not cut that out. <laughs> no, that, that, that's definitely staying. Star. Please, please continue. Please continue. I fucking hate turkey dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had one, so but I believe you. That's yeah, and beyond meat, hot dogs. Like, although I do like veggie dogs. Oh, okay. I don't like beyond meat dogs where they're like we're gonna kind of taste like meat. I want it if it's gonna if it's a veggie dog or like a veggie burger. At least I know that there's gonna be some vegetable like flavors in it, right? Like it's gonna taste mushroomy, broccoli, you know, just like a smorgasbord there. <sighs> but yeah, I do discriminate against meat inside my buns, um, and it's gonna be. I, I like beef. I like the beef. So all, all beef is the preference. Yeah. But other than yeah. that, you know, as long as it's not turkey or, you know, you're being lied to. Beyond. Yeah. Any, like, bird hot dog. So, like, chicken, turkey, pigeon, you know, I don't want that duck. in my hot dog. Duck? Duck sausage is delicious, but you don't really I don't know. Peking duck duck's duck. really good. It is, yeah, like duck. Actually, I take that back. Duck, duck would probably be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You shut your damn mouth, Josh. I don't know awesome. what the hell I'm talking yeah, about. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll go. There. I'll, I'll go with the next fine. one. Uh, it's kind of yeah, kind of funny. Okay, thanks. This is from uh, Calzilla. Um, where do you find the damn time to make such fantastic videos? And can you mail me some of that time? No, I can't <laughs> mail it. It's uh. <laughs> can't leave the state <laughs> illegal uh so the time 
I just have to do it. I have to set aside time to do it. You talked so, about it, you know, earlier saying that if you didn't like doing it, you wouldn't invest, you know, that, that effort into doing it in the first place. The, the nice part about the way that I make my videos is that I can do that. I can shoot them over several days. So if I have five minutes here, 10 minutes here, I can do it. Um, if I'm doing my talking head portion, I can do that in two, maybe three takes and then splice it together at some given point, usually late at night, drunk as fuck. That, that actually kind of links to the, I'll just take the third one and then I'll give the, the next one to you. Yeah, here. you're on a roll. Like, yeah, do you storyboard your, your videos? I use index cards. Ooh. Yeah, so some people script, some people storyboard. I will write out what I want to cover on an index card, like what topic. So if it's if it's uh, the Rockwell sixes, right? Um, <laughs> John's why? Like, why? Why do you do this? I do. I just shook my. I'm sorry, I just shook my head at Greg for saying Rockwell sixes, which he's consistently called. That's fine. That's fine. I okay, called okay, it the six S once, and I had you to did. put a comment and pinned it to the top. I was like, "I'm sorry, guys." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I slipped up. It's a sixes. Um, uh, but if you're looking at like the sixes, right? It's made out of stainless steel. So I'm going to talk about the material. I'm going to talk yeah. about, you know. Uh, the efficiencies or the aggressiveness, as people like to talk about the aggressiveness or the mildness, it's kind of sh silly. Um, the different plates, you know, like the shave quality, the aesthetics of it, the weight of it, you know, I'll, I'll block that out and do segments that way. After I do my talking head portion of it, I'll edit it down down uh as i'm doing that then i'll go back watch it through and i'll write down at different timestamps when i need b-roll and so then i'll go back and shoot the b-roll for those specific moments mm -hmm. um oh, and quick quick uh, just for the listeners who might not know b-roll is so that's where B-roll comes in. It's the thing that goes over top of the stuff. So like the product, the, like a shot of the razor zooming in, panning across, right? Oh, yes. I could have probably just said that, but I didn't. Um, this one, I guess we touched upon it a little bit too. Jaybird asks, do you think it changes the dynamic of your product reviews to be a sponsored shaver? That's in quotes, sponsored shaver, i.e. being sent free products, etc." So for me, I feel like I have less skin in the game if somebody sends me something for free than if I bought it. And because the moment I buy something, I want to justify it to myself, right? So like the 40 or so 70 razors that I bought over the last two years, I want to justify it to myself and sell it to myself why I bought this thing. And it wasn't just to make a video because as we all know, there's not a lot of money in making wet shaven videos, but it's worth paying for. So when I get something for free, I am either, I have two 
ways to approach it, right? So I got the Rockwell two T2s, right? The the stainless steel one that just came out. Yes, yes. Um it's like T2SS, so that's why I call it the T2s. Um it makes sense in my head. And if it doesn't sure. make sense in yours, well that's I feel bad for you, son. Mm-hmm. So when I got that Instead of making a review video, I made more of an overview video. So I try to keep it more professional as far as like, this is what's new. This is what's different. This is what's better about it. Uh, As opposed to, I love this razor. I think it's going to be my favorite one of all time. It's, it's just, this is it. Like, if you want it, here's a link for it. If you don't want it, well, then that's cool too, you know? Um, and, but again, if I, if I buy something, I feel more invested in it because I've bought it. And most of the things that I have, I've bought and I typically don't like getting free stuff. I did air quotations for the people listening. Thank you. There's, there's, couple things that pull from that. And I, I read that question from Jaybird and I was like, that's a really good question because a lot of people that make videos on YouTube, not just in the wet shaving space, but in the spaces that I typically watch mm-hmm. are, are accosted with this question openly very frequently. And it's, it's too bad because if somebody's sending us something, we want to talk about it because like John said, it's very exciting to get something new. Um, and it's mutually beneficial, but it's not mutually beneficial if we have to be like, Oh, it's the best. And then we lose credibility because 200 people bought something and then lash out at us say, that was bullshit. I can't believe you bought that. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I bought that because you said it was good. Like we're putting our, I want to say professional, but it's almost not professional because it's not super professional because it's wet shaving. (laughs) (laughs) Like pseudo professional. Professional within the niche. It's professional ish. Yeah. No, we want, we want to, we want to, if we're going to put our name on it, we want to make sure that we're legitimate and making sure that we are, um, being above board because it's not worth it to us to lose you guys as people that communicate with us and, you know, watch our videos or talk to us. I, you hit the nail on the head in that across the board. As a sort of for me, if I watch like, like video game reviews and like fragrance reviews, everyone gets hit with that. It's like, if you receive it for free and then you have to do a whole aside about like, these are, thought, you know, myself too, thoughts, opinions are all my own. This is very different from like a sponsorship or a, or being asked to be like a spokesperson for it. And so yeah. I, I really like your, your answer to that question. Well, think about it this way. Like if you, I don't know. Okay. Um, so there's a one razor that was sent to me and I did make a video about it. I have not heard back from that company because I totally pooed on it and they sent it to me for free. And I, I was completely honest about it. It's, it's, we have, you mentioned that it's a win-win, right? 
it's a win-win if it, if it's good. That's true. If it's not good, it could be a lose for us, a win for them. It could be yeah. a win for us and a lose for them. Right. So at some point there comes a time where you have to be like, I don't think this is going to do well with, within the community that, that communicates with me because it's not about us. It's about them. And that's what the companies want us to talk to is the community that congregates around the people, the, the people that watch or communicate on our videos and stuff like that. It's just sure, because, sure. just because people watch us, it's not us. It's, it's them that make us possible to have that type of voice. A, a quick follow-up question from Jaybird. He asks, who is your favorite wet shaving YouTuber? So I used to watch this guy that his channel handle was like lather hog, but then I realized he was just like repurposing stuff from lather talk. Yeah, I heard, well, I heard that guy. Yeah, and it was like, he's just buying subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't hear, John's laughing right now because you can't see him. It's an audio format podcast. Um, so getting into the wet shaving space opened up to like a lot of different stuff because I wanted to hear how it's so like one of the things you want to come out when you're talking about gear is to talk about it in, in the sense that people understand, right? So you don't want to say a scent slaps when people say a scent bangs or it's a banger scent, yeah, yeah. right? Sure, sure. As opposed to slaps or, you know, it's the bee's knees, which I've probably said. And there's a yeah. soap called the bee's knees. Mm -hmm. Anyways, <laughs> this is like, this is what it's like when I shoot a video. I just kind of riff and then cut yeah. it together. It takes me forever. <laughs> Anyways, um, what was the question? Who's your favorite wet shaving YouTuber? <laughs> <laughs> so I like Mark, right, from georgetunes.com. His, his energy, he's just so positive. He's so enjoyable to like, you know, he hits you with the boom lather. I like that. Like, that's super cool. Um, soap thing project. I like Ben a lot because he's taught me a lot about lather and soap, different fragrances and soaps. He has like the weirdest way to shave, but it works for him and he'll tell you it's your shave. You do it your way. I think that's someone else's catchphrase. <laughs> Isn't it? Is that I am CDBs? <laughs> that's CDB, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, not to say other other people no, no, don't so say ben, that. So Ben's is uh, shave like you mean it. That's what it is. Okay. That's what his phrase is. And I, I like that because he definitely does. He looks like he's like half a second away from cutting his throat open half the time, but he doesn't. Yeah, no, it's, it's exhilarating. Um, but he's, he's a software boy and he, he loves the soap, which I know it's been really tough for him. I'm glad he's safe right now because he's in Turkey, but oh, that's right. Yes. yeah. Um, and it was like 
I guess the earthquake was like a couple miles outside of where he's stationed. So good for him. Can I say the wet shavers I don't like, or should I not? No. And I want to. Probably best not to. <laughs> Just gonna gonna help you out and say no. If you do, you can post it that. on uh, your channel. <laughs> All right. Well, I, don't, I won't mention GeoFab. <laughs> No, and he, and so Geo Fatboy has actually taught me a lot about mm -hmm. shaving. Um, he's a funny dude. I like him. I, I want to like hang out with him. Um, lather be talking, the, that, that, um, Doug uh, and Matt. Yes, yes. I love that, the, the series that they put together there. That was so good. Those two are so good together. And um, the like wet shaving pickers series that they did, that was cool. Shaving with Peg Leg, I like him a lot. I think um, he has a good take on some of the stuff. We're gonna put all these names in the mm. show notes. I, I will, I will. I don't know. So I spend maybe 5% of my YouTube time dedicated to watching other people shave. And the rest of it is learning about more techniques that I can use to make better videos. Just to, just to move things along, Gerard, let, let's, uh, do you mind reading the uh, one last question from Carlitos Shaves? Sure. Knowing what you know right now, if you were to start all over again, lost everything in a fire, God forbid, uh, what would be your choices be? both uh, hardware and software. We'll go with a single shave of the day setup, if you will. Maybe. Yeah, first of yeah. all, if you're on a desert island, like I would not <laughs> shave on a desert island. There's no water. You're on an island. It's you're surrounded desert. by island. You're surrounded by water. It's a desert island. There's, there's just cupcakes. <laughs> dessert island. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a that's a that should be the next Netflix show instead of the Great British Breakoff. It should be just Dessert Island, and um, it's just it's, it's just protein. it's just Greg in an apron, uh, <laughs> baking cakes. <laughs> um, probably the Rockwell Sixes. No soap. No soap. Dry. Just dry. Salt water. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no water, no like non-salt. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I I understood what you meant. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question, Gerard. What the fuck? Uh, Carlitos, you can, um, you can blame Carlitos. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna blame you because you asked the question. Uh, I'm look. I, so I have my hot dog stand over here, and people who are listening won't be able to see this. This is hot dogs. It's my hot dog stand. Oh, is that, is that the, the 3D printed one? Yeah. I need to fix this to the wall. Um, yeah. But if I did, I wouldn't be able to show that to you. So True. Probably the Rockdale Elite or the Timeless Open Comb in the bronze that I recently got. That thing... Oh, Is that's it, shot to the top, huh? Yeah, it's 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 good. It's exhilarating to shave with that thing because I'm either going to cut my face open or BBS. 
and it's worth the risk. And it's beautiful. As far as soap, three, four, five soaps are like amazing. Uh, the Phineas, uh, it's like a Irish Springs homage, I guess, but okay, it's awesome. I love that. And I just got something from them. Well, I got something from the razor company because I did the donation for the thing to do the donation for, and then they give you the surprise box. And one of the boxes had some different soaps and I forget what it's called, but it was uh Teton shaves, three, four, five soap for their mm. Northwest shave meetup from last year. Yep. And it is like something mountain and it smells delicioso. Oh, nice. Which is Spanish for tasty. So I can't okay. wait to use that. But yeah, no, every yeah. three, four, five soap I've had has performed really well. Uh, Zingari Man, the recovery splash has been uh, really good for me. I don't like alcohol aftershaves at this point because I have really sensitive skin and uh, I'm a little bitch. So that's what that is. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. So that'll do it for the listener questions. I want to thank everyone on the dis- on the Lather Talk Discord for submitting those uh, for Greg for fielding those questions. I feel like it like took matter. a lot longer to get through those simple questions than you do. Li- you, you do like to riff. <laughs> you do like to riff. <laughs> there's there's a question good. behind the questions, is what I typically find. That's very deep. But and and, and true. when you open the door to the answer, there's a lot more that is revealed, right? <laughs> no, that sounds crazy, Gerard. <laughs> Some crazy talk, Gerard. You shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're I, spot I, on, Gerard. Well, Greg, I definitely need to ask um, for those either aspiring to create a uh, what shaving YouTube or those who are currently you know making content out there. Uh, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? Be yourself. Wait, no, I have three pieces of advice if that's okay that's fine that's totally fine be yourself uh make your titles intriguing and uh make them as long as they need to be the importance of those titles oh four four sorry four sorry yep yep sorry this answer has to be as long as it needs to be um number four is don't mouth breathe because that sucks. 
<laughs> no, it's five. <laughs> Cut out ums and so's, blah, blah, blahs, and butts. Don't cut out butts. You grow that tushy. There you go. There you go. Well, okay. That's Answer very... complete. On, on the way out, Greg, uh, is there anything that uh, you'd like to plug? Uh, anything upcoming? Um, you know, shout outs even? The floor is yours. Stop eating hot dogs. Everybody just stop eating hot dogs. And... Um, Subscribe to Shaving with Peg Leg. All right. All right. And you, and you can find, you know, Greg's videos over on Shaving with Greg Tardif here on YouTube. Uh, Greg, it's it's been an episode. I'll I say think, that. It's, I think I've had it this, all myself. <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode. It's been a pleasure and definitely a unique experience so so thank you so much greg please tell everybody in the podcast community for wet shaving that like i am a lot to deal with and i hope everybody has the best day that they can have thank you everyone for listening thank you for tuning in today for staying for this very unique interview with greg tardiff again check out his youtube channel and we'll catch you guys next time take care bye-bye now